<laughs> it's it, it's dark, but it but but it works. Uh, Dennis, as we approach the holiday season, do you know what episode this is? I guess it would be number two hundred. Two zero zero, baby. It's like Y two H or something. It's not Y2K. The only reason I know is because your father told me when I talked with him on my birthday. Did you? How nice of him to call you, or you to call him. Did you call I him? I called him. He, hey, he texted it's my birthday, me and friend. I called him right away. Yeah. He texted me happy birthday. I picked up the phone. Nice. Called him. We chatted. How, how, we chatted. how nice to Yes, yeah, so uh, the big 7-0, man, it's... Uh, the way I describe it, it's the strangest birthday I've ever had. Continue. My brother said, well, why is it strange? I said, well, you're kind of looking into the maw of death. Yeah. You know, it's like you how many years you have ahead of you compared to how many years you have behind you. Well, the death maw. That ratio. Yeah, yeah. That ratio is about to, you know. Mm-hmm. Reduce. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. I know she's pissed at me. Your diabetes is uncontrolled. <laughs> I want to write her back in the in the notes, you know, in my chart notes, and say, "Calm down now." That wouldn't work. No. Calm down now, doc. Never, never, ever tell anyone to calm down. I've I've learned. Because it never works. It has the opposite effect. Yeah. How about calm the fuck down? That's more common. That, well, that may actually work. Uh, and actually, the message isn't to calm the fuck down. The message is, now you see how unhinged I'm getting too. <laughs> right? Now, now you see how... You see what happens? What? Sh you know, shut the fuck up. Or, you know, what the fuck? I, I always find it amusing... Uh, being near a hospital and seeing all the people in doctor's scrubs standing outside smoking. It's just like, well, guys, you know, yeah. In all the, in all the old TV shows when they smoked on screen, you never saw a doctor without a cigarette in, in the hand. Right. Post, mostly because it was widely understood that anybody who had any money smoked. Exactly. All the well, everybody smoked. The other thing is, I would wonder to the degree that the cigarette companies are involved in in uh, you know how, how how what a great message it is that cigarette smoking is so okay that even the doctor does. Yeah, I mean all the like. The old like Walter Cronkite uh, news broadcasts were were divided between the news and some doctor coming on talking about how great uh, pell mells are or whatever. Like, yeah, uh, pell mells. Wow, it's funny you say that. They don't even make pell mells anymore. What a, what a, what a reach, eh? I don't think I've ever actually seen one, but I recall uh, that as a brand. Uh, yeah, it's it it's kind of wild. Uh, I recently went to the doctor to get a 
uh, an allergy test because I have just been all sniffly and stuff in a way that is not... Uh, I, 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 I feel that I'm not sick, but I can't breathe through my fucking nose. Uh, huh. And Sounds like an allergy. Indeed. So I went to the doctor and I was like, hey, doc, uh, can't breathe through my fucking nose. And she was like, uh, well, let's get... Then breathe through your mouth. <laughs> Doofus. Uh, yeah. That'll be 45 hours. <laughs> Uh, no, According everything's free here. In Spain, yeah. you'd have to pay for healthcare. Uh, That's and right. it, and so she said, "Well, let me schedule a a uh, an allergy test for you." And previously, even I think during the lifetimes of my children, the allergy tests involved like pricking some blood and putting a little bit of blood on a on a on sort of a grid of things to see what, or not, maybe not even blood. I don't know. Uh, the old way to do allergy tests is no more. And now they just, uh, they just take a vial of blood and then they come back in a week and they tell you. And so my doctor called a week later and said, uh, we don't have the results yet. Let me call you in, an, in another week. It's like, fine. And so uh, she just called me back and said, uh, you're negative for uh, dogs and cats and pollen and shit, uh, but you're positive for uh, mites, which is a thing that my daughter tested positive for for allergies. Uh, mites being the little fucking arachnid things that uh, are literally everywhere. Um, like, right. don't Ad adhere. Adhered to you in many places. Yes, uh, don't don't try and Google if there are mites on your eyelashes because you will not be pleased with the results. Um, but uh, but it's and as I learned from my from my daughter's pediatrician, uh, it's not the mites so much as the mite shit, like. Oh, they they eat, and it isn't a question of whether they might shit. They will shit. Indeed, they they do shit. They will shit, and they do shit. Uh, so it's basically uh, like you can buy uh, pillows and things that are uh, mite repellent, and generally, just you want to be. Dust is your enemy, but true. Uh, well, like dust is fucking everywhere, as are mites. Is this as this happened? You know, when I turned forty-five, all of my uh, allergies changed. I gained. Uh, I was no longer allergic to pollen, but I became allergic to. Um, I was still allergic to cat oil. Cat oil. The oil on their fur. And, um, uh, but I was no longer allergic to pollen. And I had had terrible uh, pollen problems. Just terrible. Medication, nothing seemed to work. And it fucking went away because my metabolism 
changed. Yes. And uh, I think I might have gained, uh, uh, I did gain uh, eggs, I'm allergic to eggs, and green peppers, uh, which you would never think of. But Is if that a I gain eggs, or a loss, really? Well, I, I love eggs. I eat eggs at night now because the symptom of my allergy is that, you get drowsy? Is that I fall asleep. <laughs> so if I eat it, like if I eat it for breakfast, I get real drowsy and I, I don't feel quite right till I take a nap. I nap for two hours and wake up and still not feel right. Like I'm just didn't sleep well. That's eggs. Well, six o'clock comes around. Give me a couple eggs. Some chicken eggs, baby. Eight o'clock, I'm like, oh, I'm drowsy. I go to sleep. All right, good night. Egg-induced slumber. Wow, that's the title for this episode. It's not, it's not a, a exactly the way I'd, I'd want it done. For example, I might otherwise want it to be more of a natural occurrence. It's extraordinary, either way. It is quite extraordinary. Yes. The I don't. It's yeah. So anyway, that's that's my uh, medical debrief for this episode. Um, oh, okay. I uh, let's see. Do I have one? Uh, you you no. will because you're meeting with your doctor. Oh yeah. Well. Well. That that could get weird. We'll see. But you know, look. I'm um, like, the the know, doctors thought, are I've, the doctor's job is to tell you. What, according to medical science, is the best recommendation for how you should live your life? And if you want to live your life in that way, which means Discipline. so much exercise every day and no alcohol and no uh, trans fats and no fucking fun, uh, you know, whatever, like that's... It's it's their job to tell you that, and then it's your job to decide. Well, do I want to live to a hundred and five? And also, do does medicine even know if what they're saying is true? Because well, wow. when I uh, last year I got diagnosed with uh, high cholesterol, and. Uh, and they gave me a sheet of paper that said, this is how you should change your diet. And it said, avoid uh, all these foods with cholesterol. And... With fat. Well, w yeah, with, but, but specifically with, with cholesterol in the, in the, in the food, like, um, like your sausages and, and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, since then, I did some research and... It turns out that the people that first researched uh, the high cholesterol stuff uh, did their research on rabbits. And in rabbits, they can take cholesterol that they've eaten from their diet and put it into their, into their veins. Uh, but humans can't. And so the fact that like, and the people that did this initial research know that, and yet still, like, because... It, it's the best they can it, do. But, but because someone read something and then made it the recommended thing by the American Heart Disease Consortium, 
uh, yeah, that. Uh, they, it got republished into all the recommendations for everywhere, even though there was only one study and it didn't show that. So like all the, every time I look remotely one step down into the research about uh, what we know about health and nutrition and and stuff, it all just falls apart. Like there was one study one time with 50 uh, people that actually most of the people that they do the studies on look just like me. They're they're white 40 year olds uh, men. Ugly. And, and, and super ugly, ugly super ugly. And but uh, so. Do they wear stupid hats? They often wear stupid hats, especially around the holidays. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like to dress my head my headgear? Well, it looks like a, a USA uh, cross between Santa and uh, maybe uh, you know. Uh, it's it could be Trumpian, but if it did, you'd have to have some insignia on the front. Yeah. We'll never surrender. Oh, you know what tonight is, by the way? Tonight is the uh, third Republican candidate for president debate. But, oh, wait a minute. Who's missing again? Oh, what's he doing? Oh, he's having a fundraiser. They do that on the same... Why do they do that on the same days that we record? That's... I'm so upset with that GOP. Uh, Well, I'm one of the few people that watches it, so they call me. Oh, okay. I mean, why would anybody watch it? There, Donald Trump is 40 points ahead of the person who's in second place. And what they're doing... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Has, has, has someone on this exact podcast called that he was going to be the nominee and also the winner? I think maybe so. You did. And I said he isn't even going to be the nominee. You, and I stuck... You, you wish that. I said that. neither he... I said neither he nor Biden would be the nominee in the last episode. Yes, you wish you wish. So let me tell you this about one of those things. Yes, you know what Biden said yesterday? Uh, My what he said was, (laughs) no, that was my father-in-law. What he said, what he said was, you know, if I wasn't running against Donald Trump, I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't be running. We know that. That's like that's the dumbest. Like now you. You don't say that because one of the things that we know, this is my theory here, you, the only person that Trump matches up well, or Biden matches up well against is Trump. Yes. Biden will beat Trump under most circumstances. Well, he won't beat no, Nikki Haley. I disagree. Why? I think. Oh, well, that's right, because you predict he's going to win, but yeah. whatever. Um, but I do, all, I, do, I, do agree that, I do agree that he's the uh, Biden's best chance is against Trump. I would agree with that. Well, and it's known because Nikki Haley beats his ass. And Nikki Haley is the one who's surging. Nikki Haley is the one, that, one of the Koch brothers uh, in, is multi, multi-million dollars, as if that's going to matter. Right. So Nikki Haley's job tonight is to... Once again, look and act presidential and tell the truth and repeat what you said about Trump. Trump was a great president then, but his time has passed. 
he would he no longer is the best choice and it's it's a way to put it she unlike vivek uh i want to say rat swami <laughs> but i got the first part of it. no 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 rat rat smarmy rat smarmy yes uh is he's running for vice president yes of course you know and so was tim scott which is one of the reasons yeah. he dropped yeah. out plus he was he didn't want to go in personal debt and he's got millions now set aside for any campaign if he gets selected and as african-american from the south he balances trump real well so uh, are, are, are we betting on the haley scott ticket no, no, Haley, no, they don't need it. She's already from South Carolina. Okay. To balance the ticket, she would need somebody from California, and she could she could pick a man. She doesn't have to worry about whether they're black or white, but um, she won't, uh, she wouldn't be selected by Trump. But Vivek, Vivek can, can, definitely is trying. Can you imagine, what is it? can you imagine someone asking Trump to be, be the, the vice president? Can you imagine how fucking funny that would be? Well, that just occurred to me. Yeah, like, that, that's that's well, that's impossible. But it's but it's hilarious well, to consider. It is. <laughs> VP Donald Trump. So here's one thing that bears repeating that I heard last night that I oh, no. was suspicious of is that you've got all these indictments, all these cases. Well, there's according to lawyers that are familiar. <laughs> well, I wasn't quick enough. Sorry. That's cool. Now I. And now he mutes. Funny. Oh, too late. Where was Funny I? Uh, last night you saw a thing that was interesting. Uh, oh. Last night I saw a thing about uh, oh, the about the legal. Yeah. The one case that is likely to get through a conviction or, uh, you know, innocent proclamation. It's a case in Washington, D.C., um, and then it will be appealed. And the appeal process... Hold on, hold on. What is the case? Uh, the case in D.C., which, if I recall, is the... It's not the documents case. There's so many. Um, the case against... Against Trump. Mr. It's not... Mr. Oh, I think it's Jack Smith. I think it's the insurrection. Okay. Yeah, the DC. It's in DC. Jack Smith's prosecutor. But it'll be appealed. When it's appealed and he wins the presidency, as you predict, then one of the questions, the legal question, is, you know, what do we do here? A president, by policy, not by law, but by policy, of the attorney general, you cannot convict the president of a crime when he or she is in office. And so this question is a legal question that has to be asked in order to substantiate it. That legal question goes to who? Trump's attorney general. Yep. And what does he say? The other question is, well, she? Trump's president, why didn't he just pardon himself, even though pardon is an admission of guilt? Well, he pardons himself. Can you do that? That's really, can a person pardon the way it's written? Yeah, they might be able to pardon, so who knows? It's a constitutional question, some, uh, you know, subjectivity. I pardon problem. myself well, every well, day. Who do you ask? Who do you ask? Who can I pardon myself? A legal question. Oh, 
Trump's attorney general. Why do you think Trump is now threatening? Wait, 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 wait. I, I, the, the whole, uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, the separation between the, the three branches of government. Uh-huh. What's that called? Separation of interests. Um, Call it that. Yeah. Uh, the, Separation of powers. Uh, fuck. There's a word for it that I learned in, in school. Uh, it, checks and balances. Uh, that. Uh, yeah. The, in theory, the executive branch can't just m- decide on how laws are are done because that's the judicial branch no or uh, judicial branch's job is to enforce the law no the it's executive branch is to, to enforce the law the judiciary branch is to uh, to judge whether or not the enforcement is just the legislature writes the law let's let, let's go back to to school here the executive branch enforces the law they're the they're the cops and the and if you're and if you get nabbed by the cops and you disagree then you go to the judiciary branch so uh, but but, but why, why is why is uh, why is someone in the executive branch like you say Trump's lawyer deciding whether or not shit's okay well, let's go back uh, to your premise. Um, you say that it's the job of the executive to enforce the law, uh, but at the same time, um, a police officer can't decide somebody's guilty of breaking the law. Right. That's the point. That's not. Is that enforcement? It's enforcement in that I'm. I think you're breaking the law, so I'm going to take you in uh, to to and the jail. And then the court is the one that adjudicates yes. and decides. Right. But you, and also the punishment. But but you were saying that uh, whether whether oh, or not he broke so the law comes that? down to someone that he appointed in the well, executive. So, the attorney general of the United States' job is to interpret the law. The Attorney General of the United States interpret the law on behalf of the people. Which is the same as and the judicial branch, right? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Correct me. No. Uh, it's, it's you've, you've got to have, in the executive branch, the Attorney General's office, the place you turn to for objective advice and, uh, and fact about the law. Um, and they make decisions. Those decisions then are often tested in the court because someone sues them. And the attorney general says, well, you can't, you can't sue us because we're right about this. And the, 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 the plaintiff Which, says... Don't they say every single time? Yes. The plaintiff says, well, we'll just see about that. And they take it to court. And then the court either upholds or doesn't uphold or the interpretation. That be one way to, to describe it. So they so they have 
the power of decision making in their hand and they can say, look, we've looked into this issue of whether Trump can pardon himself. And it's our uh, our position that, yes, he can. And so we're not going to do anything about it. And we're not advising the president, not you know, anything other than you can do it. And uh, then someone has to sue. And when they sue, okay. then it's discovered whether or not the judiciary agrees with the attorney general's interpretation. But know this, because the attorney general's interpretation, he or she's not going to do anything about it. Does no one see the fucking slippery slope argument here? If with that hat on, I would imagine you would. I I, I am my slopes are so slippery. Uh, the if you your nose looks a little like a ski. If slope you can let to me, if you can let anyone pardon themselves, then what is law, man? Uh, all it means is one thing. All it means. That's very. The president is above the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Wait. So and and it, this is the this is the this is the this is a fact. S certain types of leaders are above the law. King for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is above yeah law. Kings and dictators and you know yeah, fascist dictator. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's they did. Uh, the the kings over the over history fucking murdered so many people for such petty shit uh, that yes obviously the king kings have historically been above the law but uh, the idea is that in modern times we have agreed that no one no human as if there are higher beings. Uh, no one should be above the law. Like, just... If, if, if we get to the point where once we elect a president, he can fucking execute any one of us at his will, uh, we're not in a good place. Well, here's, here's something to just, consider, too, though, is that the president of, its, of, of him or herself cannot execute someone because in order to execute someone you have to have a complicit and engaged uh, agency to do the uh, agencies to do the capturing to do the holding wait I thought that's why they called it the, the executive branch the execute it exactly you're mispronouncing it it's not executive. It's execute. It's executive. 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 It's uh, just all so. But uh, so what that means is so. Let's say that Trump says, you know, I'm going to use the very broad Insurrection Act, which simply states that the president can call in the National Guard and federal uh, law enforcement, federal. Uh, uh, National Guard, Army, whatever, in order to uh, subdue an insurrection and not particularly well defined. And so one of the things that he did when he was president was he said to the people in, in uh, 
he was in Washington and there were there were riots, kind of riots going on and all this stuff. And he ordered the military to clear the field so that he could stand in front of a church with a Bible, which he held Bible, upside down. Bible, not a bubble. Bible. Bible. And, um, it's, a, it's, it's the it word of God. to find out that he wanted them to go in with fire power, power and if necessary, shoot them to clear them. He's such a fan uh, of the Chinese response to Tiananmen Square, yeah, yeah, yeah. who he said was vicious, but showed a lot of strength. Sure. Indeed. Sure it did. Of course, you just shoot everybody. That's real strong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's so desperate then because he knows that the only way he's going to avoid imprisonment, he knows he's guilty of all these things, the only way he can avoid imprisonment is to be president. So he's hoping, That's so beyond hope, that he can he can take over power, but the the military did not shoot people in, in in his behalf. They basically didn't follow his. They said no or or didn't do it. If he is president in the new uh, term and orders them to do it, um, this time he already knows that he's putting people in the positions to do that work who support his philosophy and approach. Mm -hmm. There are over 24,000 people being vetted, 24,000 being vetted now by a group that is headed up by Stephen Miller, Ah. who are are lining up 24,000 people to take positions, particularly at the highest levels, so that unlike, uh, was it Kelly, uh, John Kelly? Um, sure. Who was the chief of staff who said no? General Milley, head of the military, said no. Uh, Attorney General Barr, who said no. It's fucking assholes well, with morals. Like what? He's never, he's never going to let that happen again. So he was interviewed last night by Sean Hannity, who's... I, obviously leading the witness. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, the liberal media has accused you, has said, that when you become president, you are going to abuse your power and you are going to act like a, 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 a this is an autocracy. Do you expect in any way, shape, or form to misuse or abuse your power as the president? and introduce this country to a level of autocracy. And he said, what? Just like what they're doing? Nice. This is the most corrupt. And Sean Hattie said, no, 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 please answer the question. And he repeated it with all that emphasis. Wow. And Trump said, and Trump said, Trump said, uh, well, he he knew what the answer was supposed to be. Trump didn't answer the way it was supposed to be, which was simply no. What Trump said instead was, no, I'm not going to do that except on my first day in office. Just just the first day. And then Sean Hannity looked shocked, and Trump pointed at him and looked at the audience and said, oh, you should see his face. Because it's funny. It's funny that that, that we're laughing about being a Hitler. He said, just just let me repeat no, I'm not going to abuse power. I'm not going to do this. Except on the first day. 
And he repeated it, looking right at the camera, emphasizing. I can see how to him... It'll be a long day. To, to him, that seems hilarious. Not if, not if he's got... He has... But, 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 but he, he doesn't... He, like, he doesn't mean... He doesn't mean only on the first day. He thinks that is the funny thing that will get his crowd to to hurdle with him. Ha, 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 yes, yes, ha, ha. I think that that's certainly part of it. He loves the drama. But the reason that he can say that is because he knows that he has hundreds of people fully paid, fully staffed up to design a plan that on his first day he will issue as many executive orders as required sure. to, to, to do what he's done and not to do what he did last time was be surprised that he won and didn't know how to run the yes. government, had no idea, couldn't find a point. He's, you know, hadn't done any prep, never thought he'd win. He just thought he was going to make a pile of money off running. Yep. He was as surprised as anybody. More than Almost as surprised as Hillary Clinton. More, I think. Boy, so depressing. Uh, so so back to this debate. The one uh, uh, Republican on there's only four on the debate stage because they've winnowed down. The governor of uh, North Dakota dropped out. Uh, big surprise there. And Asa Hutchinson from uh, Arkansas is still running, but he doesn't have enough. He doesn't meet the criteria for the debate, which is so many signatures in so many states and. Designed to winnow it down to what they consider more realistic. Has, has there ever been a time when someone that couldn't get enough signatures won the whole thing? No, no, not that I know. No, so it's like no, and of course debates are debates have there were no such things as debates until television true. in true. 1960 when Nixon and Kennedy debated. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. A, a long history. Sixty. It's like years. what we're doing now. I see that sweat on your cutting edge. The sweat, cutting sweat edge. on your on your brow. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating. Wait, do you have, do you have a do you have a? Are someone's feeding you information there? Huh. Wait. I see a. I see a. I see a. I see a cable there going to your ear. Hmm. Indeed. So that's happening. But Chris Christie is—he's uh, putting all his bets in New Hampshire. Some have said Chris Christie is running to become the governor of New Hampshire. He's been there for months. He's putting his that's money hilarious. there because he's staking his bets that he will come in top two in New Hampshire and alive in his campaign. He's polling right now at two percent. Whereas this whole fucking system. Vivek, God, I fucking hate it. The, Vivek Matsuwami is like at seven. <laughs> Nikki Haley is at like eleven, and DeSantis, with the elevated cowboy boots, is at so is at like fourteen. So the thing is that here's what some of the pundits say about tonight in terms of DeSantis. Uh, fucking it's make or break. He's got to get a lift from this. It's one week before the Iowa caucuses, which are not a primary. It's a caucus. It's a complicated thing. I could explain it, but you'd be bored to death. Yeah. But anyway, they come out. It's like a straw poll vote. Which is also super stupid. Groups yes. of people come together, and they argue 
one person says I'm for Trump and the another person says I'm not and they're in a room and the guy tries to argue Trump and the other one argues the other one and pretty soon there might be two or three other candidates people like but it becomes clear when they start to vote that there's only choice between two and then finally they say you know what I'm going to drop DeSantis and we're going to put our support there's 12 of us we're going to support Trump. And it's, then they put it all together. So, That's what Iowa is. So fucking, He's got to get a bump here. It's so fucking Middle Ages. It's a year away, too. It, it, the, the, this, this system of uh, choosing a leader feels so ancient. It feels like a thing that would happen in, you know, 1750. Or, you know, like this is how... Well, we all rode our donkeys to the barn, and we're all going to sit here and choose which pile of hay we stand next to. It's just, it's so not modern that it blows my mind, and, and that then this state uh, chooses first, and then the other state chooses next, and then the other state chooses next, and then once those three states have chosen... No right. one else can choose from the losers because the losers have all lost those. And they've all left. And it's just so instead of having one national fucking, primary. Like I'm sure that's what Spain does. No. In Spain we have a even more superior uh, system of the parliamentary system where we where you vote for your party. You vote are you Democrat? Or are you Republican? Or are you Green? Or are you whatever the fuck? Uh, and and you don't vote for the person. More or less, you know the person that the, 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 the person are. that that party is going to put forward, but you don't really. And then and then uh, you get so many votes for each party, and then uh, they got to work. And it then out. they have to work it out. It's like okay. I'll agree to do this. Like we currently in Spain, we're having these uh, these crazy protests because the current uh, president was um, there. There was a vote where he needs the support of the of the Barcelona uh, faction, where. Uh, previously, the people in, in in Barcelona had been separatists, and the government had like uh, had like thrown them all out out of the country. And now, the, because the current president needs the support of Barcelona to 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 be in power, he's offering amnesty to the people that were previously thrown out of the country, and. Uh, there's all these protests against that amnesty, but he's just trying to like form a majority to be able to rule. Peace of the and, end, right? Uh, and there's just all of this other kind of crazy politics, but it's not, it's not one little region voting to uh, uh, voting for their preferred person, and then everyone else has to just deal with. That previous vote, yeah. like, it's so fucking stupid. Anywho, well, and you know the the other thing about this country is that these swing states, which 
there's all these states that vote and they're all predictable. The numbers are known. They're going Democrat, they're going Republican. It's known. It hasn't changed in right. a long, right. long, long, long time. But then there's swing states that can swing either way. There's seven states then that decide elections. And if you win a state in the swing state, you get these... It's not a direct election. The person who gets the most votes doesn't win. No, that would be ridiculous. You get a lot would be ridiculous. You got electoral college so that there's delegates assigned, and then the delegates decide on the nominee, and whoever gets the most electoral votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, in the past, here's a stat. Uh, you have to check it for sure, but I think in the last six elections or five elections for president, several of which were won by Republicans, only in one case the Republicans get more votes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only in one. Yeah, yeah. They got the Electoral College. Yep. So there's a move afoot to, to try to change that, of course, but... But guess who's against it? <laughs> the Republicans. You think? Wow. And gerrymandering. What a shit show. Like, it's just... It's it, the the system is rigged. Trump is a liar about that because, and it's rigged for the Republican Party. They do this mapping for districts, and they create districts that they put all the black people in. One yeah, place. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the districts are the side. They run along a river for twenty five miles, and right. they re, you know they used to be where there were a district where there were fourteen percent. Blacks yeah. and, and now it's no 98 percent black. Yeah, now it's just not. Yeah. You know, we and and that stuff has been found to, to to be very effective. That's why the Republicans win so much. They've been rigging it forever, and even with that, Trump and can't win. Have you have you spoken to a Republican about that and asked them? Do you feel no. okay morally about that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you just use a, a, a question that had the word Republican and the word morals in the same exactly. sentence? No. But, but, but there, there, for sure we know that there are, let's say... Thirty percent of of Americans are identify as as I don't know uh, the say how does one sleep at night with that gerrymandering going on? I guess it's because <clears throat> and we see this on on the on the liberal side too uh, that. No, 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 no. We actually know better than you, than you lot, than than all of you, all of you. Like you, uh, you guys think you have an idea about the right way to do things, but actually we know better. So therefore, we don't feel bad about uh, taking taking the democracy out of it. Out of I don't know. <clears throat> It's a sad damn state. Sam dad state. I, I could go on about 
politics. We, I, I don't want to touch <clears throat> on the war today, but i give you one stat because we did exchange some stats. It came out yesterday that Israelis are saying that for every Hamas person they kill, they will kill two civilians. Men, women, children. Well, who, who, That's what, the what? ratio. Israel has said for every Hamas member they kill, they will also kill two civilians. So when they when when they bomb and they kill, let's say bomb is strategic and there's ten Hamas there that it's going to be that they probably figured there'd be twenty innocent lives lost. That's that's their ratio. They said that's the plan, or they said that's what's acceptable? I'm not quite sure. I think it can't be the plan. I think it's what, not only what they've done, but therefore what they find acceptable. Okay. And, and one might ask, well, what was the ratio of uh, German soldiers to um, c- civilians? Yeah. In the in the World War, mm-hmm. and I think the answer would 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 just shock us, shock us. How many hundreds of civilians for every soldier? For sure, for sure. You know, or or the war with Japan for that matter, the other World War. Um, so it's I don't know, man. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's it, you can't. The fact that they came out and said a number is. Is, is kind of wild but also it's like yeah that's going to happen like if you if you're fighting against a, an enemy that is going to hide in schools with little children uh, then like what do you do do you not attack the enemy or do you what yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, it's 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 why why the question of war is such a freaking dilemma. But so but, let me. But it's also it's also why, uh, like, it's sort of a coward. Like, I want to say cowardice, but uh, if if I come and shoot at you, and then I go and I hide behind a bunch of school children. Wh- do you do you fight back or do you let me keep shooting at you behind the school children? It's like, yep, yeah, that's what you do. You don't kill the school children. So you just let the other person f- shoot at you behind the school children. You do play defense, and you let them posture. kill you all. Is <laughs> like. It's like, well, wait a minute! I didn't sign up for all that. I thought, it's, it's like, I thought I could run away. Like, I thought I could run away. No, 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 no. Killed. If 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 I'm standing b- behind a wall of, you try not to kill the children. children. You probably end, you probably end up killing a few children. Yes, I like, suppose. Like maybe two for every one. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Right. Exactly. Right. What's acceptable? I mean, exactly. What the ratio who is knows? is. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Anyway. Let, Let me that's ask fucking dark. Is, Let's go back. We're closing out the hour here. Did you do your homework? Mayor of Kingstown. The answer is no. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, but I want to talk about the 
the video that I sent you. Uh, oh, well, the Saturday Night Live. Yes. So this this, this was a thing. I was uh, in when I was in Alicante. I then went to a uh, after the conference. I briefly stayed for one night with some friends that are part of a whole company. And where were you? In Alicante, Spain, uh, near there. And uh, we, we went to this sort of like resort villa, and and we were in this sort of nice resort villa place, and we we had. Uh, it was like an Airbnb or something, and we had um, we had this list of things that we could order from the local restaurant, and we wanted to order some pizza, and so people decided, oh, let's let Eric order the pizza because he can speak he can speak Spanish to the to the people, uh, and so I, I was like, fine, fine, and so I started to order the the pizza, and very quickly the person on the other line said. Uh, can we talk in English? And I was like, we're in fucking Spain, but yes. Because that that area of Spain is so uh, infiltrated with, uh, with, with the British uh. people. Um, and anyway, uh, when I was there... Uh, You're bringing us back to SNL. Yes. Uh, they... We had a brief moment where where we were sort of all bored and sitting around, and someone said, "Hey, let's. Who has a funny thing we can pull up on YouTube?" And someone someone pulled that up, and uh, at, at first it was the first time I saw it. It was like, "Huh, that that's kind of funny," but then the whole because because people were doing the like "eat my ass" uh, sort of gestures and right. and and then I sort like I sort of got what a brilliant fucking sketch that is and I will put that in the show notes Ed. well it's I told you this that 200 I have not found Saturday Night Live funny for well over a decade and I stopped watching it at that time I haven't watched it for a decade and whenever I've tuned into it or ever I've seen clips of it I still don't think it's funny. I see the stuff that's old that I still laugh at, but I haven't think they've been funny for the longest time. The news reports that they do now, whatever the, the news desk is, it used to be treated like it was a serious, two serious newscasters. Now they don't. Right. Now they're just <clears throat> acting like they're two guys that are telling you know, Jokes. funny yeah. things or saying funny things. It's not at all like that and it's not particularly funny and they're laughing at each other there's not a lot of humor in it so when you sent me this and you said some people you know are suggesting that it's the uh, funniest thing they've seen from SNR currently I opened it thinking yeah we'll see I was laughing within the first few minutes of it I thought it was so funny by the time it was over I was roaring it was so hilarious Okay, so and, uh, talk about a, so talk about a, a thing to tune into the show notes for, for happyhour.fm slash 200. There it is. There it is. Well, we've covered some territory from 
gerrymandering to, uh, you know. So, happy fucking birthday, what man. What did we talk about? Septuagenarian. Oh, yeah. well, I was saying, it was a strange, uh, strange birthday, looking into the maw of death. But uh, I, any other birthday I've had, I don't pay much attention to, to you know, the decade birthdays I pay attention. 45, though, was meaningful, but... Six fuck and anything in between. Got, I got forty-five just now. It's like fuck oh, you. Bam. Yeah. Bam. So you just turned forty-five. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. So let's see, forty-five and seventy. Wow, that's a big. And note. and and I just I just looked. Uh, I was talking with my wife that. Uh, I met her parents when they were fifty, and it's just like. There's no way that fifty seems so fifty seems so close, and the fact that like I met my wife's parents when they were fifty is when they were fifty. Yes, yeah. It's like yeah. that seems no. That's too yeah. too young. How yeah. could they be ever have been well, that young? Yeah, and my 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 father got rest his soul passed when he was. 68 and mom was 63 wow. so you put 70 in perspective there and it's like holy shit you know and because I've got a 93 year old looking at me I kind of have an idea what it might look like in 20 <laughs> years and I'm like shit shoot me before I get to that in fact I told somebody the other day if I get so on my birthday I told my daughter this <laughs> that when I get to the age that I'm walking like Biden walks, I want you to shoot me. <laughs> That's great. There's a funny picture of Biden you've got to take a look at. He's in his one of his offices in the White House, and he's gripping the table. Oh, no. Gripping the table. He's sitting in the chair in the front of the table, gripping it. And then there, just in front of him, kind of on the table, is a pretty tiny birthday cake that apparently <laughs> has 81 candles on it because it shows up on the screen as a solid, a solid flame. Yeah, yeah, of course. And so all the memes, you know, about isn't this the absolute, uh, uh, you know, it, it, too good. Analogy of, of his presidency where he's gripping the table for, you know, to be able to maintain his station oh, for, for yes. you know, for all of his life. And there's a dump fire, a dumpster fire going on right in front of him. And another one said, who is the idiot who thought it would be cool to try to cram 81 candles on a cake? Fantastic. And then he says, he says, well, you know, if, if I weren't running against Trump, I don't know that I'd run. And, and Gavin Newsom and Gretchen Whitmer, <laughs> governor of California in Michigan, are saying, all right, <laughs> that's good to hear. I can't wait for the convention. So my, my dream is, uh, is, is Whitmer. Yeah, well... She's got a better chance than Newsom, but the question, the, the Kamala Harris question, isn't going to go away. You know, the only, the only, how are you going to, how is the Democrat, how is the Democratic president going to say, I don't want my black female vice president to to succeed me? Oh no, I was saying for for president, not for vice. 
I know. And that's what I'm saying. If Ben does, Biden doesn't run, how can but Biden endorse will. anybody it, other than... We're, we're just talking bollocks fantasy. Whatever. Swimming up the river. Well, buddy, Till next time, I made this time work. It was a real challenge adjusting my whole... It worked. You don't have any songs for schedule. us to go out on? Uh... I know. No, There's a no, crying baby in the background I hear. Still working on one. That's little Ramona Bernadette, which leads me to say, Bernadette. I don't know the words. I need to learn the words. I need to learn. I love you. I love you, I love you, Bernadette. Okay, episode 200, 200. You can find a few show notes at happyhour.fm slash 200, where, like, the link to that SNL video is especially a homework assignment. And you can support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. And we'll see you next week.